Welcome back, everyone, to another Eats Beat podcast, the most listened to food podcast in Texas and the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. We have a special guest today. This is the opening week for Punch Bowl Social in Fort Worth. And our guest is Robert Thompson, founder and CEO of Punch Bowl Social. Good morning. Good morning. Now, Punch Bowl started in Denver, and you, you're in several other Texas markets, and now you've landed um, in the West 7th area of Fort Worth on Foch Street near Lancaster. Uh, tell us a little bit about, for people who don't know, this is an entertainment concept, right? That's right. Yeah, I think the common term these days is entertainment. Uh, we also refer to it as experiential food and beverage. But, uh, you know, we are uh, a large format um, social gaming uh, scratch kitchen craft um, beverage concept. So lots of games, uh, but then you have full menu, lunch, dinner, brunch, and um, the beverages. And actually, we're going to have the guests are going to be along later. The uh, your chief beverage officer, I like that title, <laughs> and then the uh, national beverage director, who sounds like he's somebody very important. That's so you. Know, but you, you're the business guy behind it. You know, we usually have food guys on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't get to talk to the business guy. Well, it, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a concept man, and uh, so I'm not just um, you know the the CEO. Of, I'm the founder and. I've been fortunate to um, create a number of concepts across my career and win a few Best New Restaurant awards for other brands that I've done. But Anything that's operated in the market before that we uh, know? No, not in Texas. So um, in Nashville and in Denver earlier in my uh, career. Okay. Um, the uh, you know What is important about Punchbowl Social is it is fully owner, chef, chef-driven, owner-driven. It's not um, stockholder-owned or corporate it's it's totally owner operated right that's right so um this thing is uh, created as um kind of the anti-chain uh you know if um we we this will be our 18th location so people start to use that that word you know with frequency now but we like to say that you know if a if a chain is is a concept that has scratch cooking and uh, innovates on the beverage side every day and um and holds true to its ethos as a company takes care of its people supports gender equality efforts these you know then sign us up will be a chain everybody is wanting to know right away what games do you have steve you took a walk around oh, what you say yeah well i like i i really like table tennis so when you say you have a ping pong table uh pinball machine we have a ping pong table in the newsroom yeah we have one in the newsroom uh and uh uh, pinball machines and uh, little miniature bowling. So that looks like inter- looks real interesting. Are you going to be in the the karaoke? Uh, probably not the karaoke, but uh, you know if they do a ping pong tournament, I'll, I'll show up. Oh, you'll you'll be here for that, uh, what, right? What are the what are the busiest or most popular games? Do you have board games? You have? I mean, tell everybody what you have. Yeah, you know, so we don't we're we're not really a bowling alley per se, as you might uh, very think small about alley. The, yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're very small alleys, but there's only eight of them. Um, so we like to have this eclectic, um, you know, collection of games, which is, you know, mini bowling. We have an eight-man foosball table. We have private karaoke room. Um, and as you mentioned, board games are really popular here. 1980s arcade, uh, darts, just basically, um, you know, what they refer to in the U.K. these days is competitive socializing. What is the most popular? What are the what, what ones in Dallas are the busiest? I think people will come in first, and um, they usually gravitate towards the bowling first. But the second or third time they come in, they you know they, they come in and they just enjoy the environment, um, the food, and it's you know it's a really um, it's fun to sit around and play a board game while you snack. You talked in particular about special individual uh, 
ways you made this a Fort Worth unique restaurant. You you came to Deep Ellum what a year, a couple of years ago, and and uh, opened a very Dallasy restaurant in Deep Ellum. But you have made this not a not a uh, national restaurant at all, but very much a local restaurant. Talk about the the local touches. So you know, d- design is um, is a cornerstone of, of what we focus on in this company. Is really as part of our brand DNA, but. As we go into, uh, as we expanded this thing out of Denver, we, we wanted to respect the the cities and the trade areas and the history uh, of where we were uh, opening. So we 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 research um, and come up with facts and interesting um, footnotes on on the community and try to fold that into the design. So, for example, here in Fort Worth, you know, would refer to as Paris of the Plains and. Um, we're here on Foch Street, which of course was named after General Foch, and uh, so there are some French nods in here. Uh, there are a lot of references to um, Bobby Day, uh, who of course was from Fort Worth and wrote Rock and Robin. So you might see a Robin or two in here, as well as some uh, I saw a lot of Robins in here. <laughs> That's right. A lot of birds. This is this is all. Uh, you know, this is a new millennial uh, uh, creation to celebrate mm-hmm. Ferdinand Foch here, the mm-hmm. the French general. So, uh, and I, I don't think that I knew that Bobby Day was, was born here, but we'll uh, we'll investigate that. That some of the birds, there are birds everywhere. There are robins, mm-hmm. and, and uh, some of the birds here. You'll make me a little bit of, of think of uh, bir- of uh, Bird Cafe downtown with a big with a lot of big games and, and uh, you know bowling a lot of fun to go with it it'd be funny to find out if bobby day was the original investor <laughs> <laughs> you know you you picked fort worth we talk about fort worth being like denver it's really about the same size as denver although denver's the center of a big metro area uh, fort worth itself this side of the market's two million people there's four million on the other side of the market uh, and then you have a big stock show that comes in in the middle of January when it's ice cold and all the cowboys are coming over looking for some place to get out of the cold and have a drink and have dinner. What what are you expecting here in Fort Worth that's like Denver and not like Denver? You know, what, what we find in general is just that millennials who are our core customer uh, and increasingly Gen Z, uh, they behave the same uh, in, in every market. So, you know, folks just want to have a good time. Millennials specifically want to, um, they want to have experiences and you know uh, you need activities and activations to do that and we're trying to provide that here with scratch cooking and and uh, and games to play while you're eating and we're the the food folks this is a food podcast mm-hmm. so talk about in particular and we'll have the the a little discussion later but talk about the food items that you're proudest of or what you want people to try when they come to punch bowl social oh you know um, since we opened um the first location in denver in 2012 our our um one of our most popular dishes has been our version of chicken and waffles and um that's uh it's a malted waffle and of course fried chicken and um, we serve it with a chipotle pecan cream cheese syrup and finish it with strawberries. So we got a little bit of a different spin on it. Uh, that has been the number one item since we opened in Dallas. Uh, so uh, we, 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 we think that'll go well here. Um, you know, but uh, we like to have balance to the menu. And, of course, there's going to be a lot of um, interesting lighter fare, like a superfood grain bowl um, for folks that want to eat healthy. And um, But, you know, a very popular item is going to be our, our version of uh, we refer to it as a knockoff burger, right? So you can you, you can think of what maybe um, iconic American chain we're referring to, and when, we, when you think about it being on a sesame seed bun. 
<laughs> that's not Whataburger, I guess. Yeah, is no, there another? Is American there another one? That's yeah, right. Yeah, I, you know, uh, well, well, not in the news anyway. That's yeah, right. That that's was right. right. Uh, Whataburger is the only one we know here. <laughs> well, I was going to say, burgers are really king here in Fort Worth. That's kind of like, I could see that becoming your, you know, I'm not for sure if chicken waffles versus burgers, you know, Fort Worth's a burger town. Yeah, people dissect their, you know, chicken and burgers, have, mm-hmm. chicken and waffles have really picked up, mm-hmm. and we don't have enough good chicken and waffles. Social House down the road in Crockett Row dominates over here because they do a pretty good chicken and waffle with jalapeno cream gravy and you'll compete with that but mm-hmm. uh but everybody will talk about oh i went to that restaurant either they like they like the burger they didn't like the burger you know that'll be one way that people decide whether to come to the restaurant yeah the uh, you talked on uh, another interview i heard about the importance of uh, of uh, the lgbt uh, you know welcome in cities and, and uh, in fort worth in particular it's been a big deal lately that fort worth passed a uh, has had the first non-discrimination ordinance in Texas, and I don't mean to get too political, but uh, but it uh, it's it's been a big deal in Fort Worth to keep it. And you know the the T-shirts for Fort Worth tourism say uh, Fort Worth where y'all means all. Is that <laughs> something that's been important to your company? Well, if you um, go to any of the doors, the portals that uh, for um, gaining access to any punchable social in America, you'll see a sign that says this is a safe place. So, um, you know, everybody's welcome, uh, uh, all genders, all religions, um, and, and certain all sexual orientations uh, are, are welcome here and, and are protected here. So we celebrate it, um, proud of it. And, um, you know, there are other markets that uh, we're going into in the country like Salt Lake City that a lot of folks don't know. But, you know, that's been a big migration city for LGBTQ community. And, in fact, the city council is now, I believe, controlled by um by that community so um so we're, we're happy to see those kinds of things happening it's an important part of welcoming the creative class and, and making making way for everybody. there was another local reference that i didn't want to overlook and it was in the karaoke room i believe that was the uh, a certain song about a certain mm-hmm. lake not far from here <laughs> yeah Steve, that's like we, you, there was some sort of toady thing some going sort on of, <laughs> yeah, you're familiar with that lake Steve, have you been out there? Uh, which lake was that? That's uh, well, yeah, t- talk about it. <laughs> well, well, it's the, the uh, there's um, there's some Possum Kingdom references oh, Kingdom. Uh, to uh, this karaoke room, and uh, of course, toadies are um, from uh, from the Fort Worth area, mm-hmm. so. We were we thought it was kind of cool to celebrate them. So Bobby Day can't get all the glory, right? Yeah, I think more people in here will know Toadies than Bobby Day, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so the uh, your 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 cred by having a whole Possum Kingdom room dedicated to possums is is uh, the you know is going to be one of the big attractions here. Anything else we missed out on for local references? Oh boy, um, the um, again with General Foch, there's. Um, with the with the French theming, it's not going to be overt, but you you know you you'll notice some nods to French cafe culture, um, certainly with some of the furnishings, uh, the silhouettes of the of those um, furniture pieces, um, and you know there's just once again we're going to go back to the so bird nests, right? <laughs> got a lot of got a lot of bird nesting going on here. Yeah, I saw some of your. Uh, you said your fun hallway is that what you called it or hall of fun hall of fun yeah hall of fun yeah the uh, lights there look like they were kind of made out of a bird nest almost yeah that's right so we're we're we're, we're like one click short of just making this whole thing in avery <laughs> <laughs> we'll send the audubon group here for happy hour. Yeah. right steve you have any other questions for robert before we talk to some more punch bowl folks um uh, so 
this you came up with the concept uh, is your house kind of like this with a lot of pinball <laughs> machines and stuff like that it's funny you asked that <laughs> and uh so the pinball machines no even though i got uh, that i can't speak for the future because i have three small boys in my house so who mm-hmm. knows what's gonna what's gonna turn into um mm-hmm. when you have a six-year-old a four-year-old and a two-year-old um but uh but, but from a decor standpoint actually my house does look a lot of like uh-huh. what we do here at punchable social so okay is it the, the smaller size version or the larger size version? Is it the, the 26,000 square foot? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> great to see you. Great to have you on and Thank great you. to meet you. Welcome to Fort Worth. Robert Thompson from Punchbowl Social. Okay, now we get to talk about the good part. I mean, we've talked about all the business <laughs> and all that and the games and everything. But now we get to talk about the food and drink. This is a food show after right, all. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. food, food podcast. It's yeah. a food. Steve, food. Steve, uh-huh. we forgot about the food. Uh, yeah, food right, right. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about the well, food. Well, there's a lot of food laying out here. There we have. Uh, they've set a lot of food in front of us here at Punchbowl Social. Steve, did you order all this? Uh, no, I didn't. But, uh, you know, I, I, I wish I did. Well, I mean, that chicken and waffles looks like you might have mm-hmm. ordered it. But mm-hmm. uh, but now we're with Patrick Williams, the National Beverage Director, and Seamus Feely, the Chief Culinary and Beverage Officer. What a title, right? And uh, so to, about Punchbowl. And, you know, you know, if people are coming to Punchbowl for the games, you all want them to actually come for the food. So uh, people who listen to this podcast are, are going to want to know, you know, what is the best food? What should I order when I come to Punchbowl? Tell us. Sure. I, I think it's great that, that you bring that up. I mean, the thing about us with experiential food and beverage and Punchbowl in particular is our brand is different than a lot of the other people in entertainment or whatever people want to call it. Uh, for us, it's all about food and beverage. And, uh, you know, we, we have the other things, the games and things like that for the sticky factor. But for us, we lead with that. Uh, in terms of what we offer, we try to just offer a balance of things. We, we want to have some things that are indulgent and fun, like our chicken and waffles. We play with a little bit of whimsy. We actually have uh, this crab cheese wonton dip that we do that's really based, based after the old uh, Chinese-American classic, um, crab, you know, the crab rangoon. Mm-hmm. But instead of doing them in the filled form, uh, we actually uh, do it in a gratin form and then you dip the wonton chips in and we actually serve it with a packet of hot mustard and duck sauce on the side just like you get for takeout old timing exactly it's fun and and we play with a little bit of nostalgia and whimsy in that way on top of that we also like to have something that's a little bit better for you Um, so there's some balance there as well Uh, so if you look at for example this Mediterranean uh, our Mediterranean salad here um, you know it's it's a little bit of falafel some tzatziki hummus marinated cabbage um, you know it's done with a little bit of extra virgin olive oil lemon juice fresh dill and then we do a little bit of marinated uh, feta there along with some greens just tossed in a nice sharp vinaigrette for us we want it to be craveable we want it to be delicious we want we want a little bit of innovation but we also want a, a good amount of comfort and things that the guests have come to expect um, but then right next to it, you have this Rice crispy thing yeah, here. Yeah, totally. you know, <laughs> yes. Don't talk about the, the, the tiki and the Mediterranean salad. You know, talk about this other stuff. Sure. So, so I, again, what you know, we, we can be it can be fun and playful and, mm-hmm. and whimsical, and that's what that's why I love my job the most. It's it, it's mm-hmm. actually I think I think it's the best job in this business mm-hmm. uh, because we get to have fun. And uh, and so, for example, the one that you're looking at right now is one of our takes on a, on the old Rice crispy treat. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, um, I didn't really. They're get to not eat. looking at it. Don't yeah, say yeah, the no, one. That's true. That, 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 sorry. Well, that's true. Uh, but but uh, you know that we're looking at what you're at looking at is a is a, a, bo- a block of rice crispy treat that's about the size of a man's wallet, say, and uh, and then it has the letters PBS on it. Yeah, it looks like it might even have like some fruity pebbles fruity or something. Pebbles. It's yeah, the, or the something. ubiquitous fruit. You can find fruity pebbles in about every <laughs> right. every restaurant in Crockett Row. I think mm-hmm. here's their version. <laughs> that's funny. It, it's it's true. We uh, we love it. As a kid, I wasn't uh, I wasn't allowed to eat sugared cereal. So the only time I got to do it was when I was over at 
my friends' houses. Mm-hmm. So I've always had this affinity for it. And so we decided we just play with it a little bit and do something a little bit different. And, and that's it. But this is really just kind of our, our, our tip of the cap to this American classic. Uh, and, and what you're talking about with the PBS being on top, we just use a little stencil and do uh, some powdered sugar on top. And so it's fun there. Also, next to that, um, we also have our, our, our knockoff burger. Our mm-hmm. knockoff burger is a, you know, it's a double burger. So, you know, two, um, you know, grass-fed beef patties. Uh, then we have American cheese. Special which is, sauce, lettuce, cheese. You got it. You yeah, nailed it. Onions. There's a reason why it's called the knockoff burger, right? Uh, yeah, uh, this is our version of it. This is also our number one seller. I can uh-huh. get it cheaper up the street probably, but this is the uh, the all-natural version. Well, so. this is the chef-up version. That's right. This, yeah. is, this is the fancy the version and probably pretty darn good. Let's see. It's delicious. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the number one seller for a reason, not just because it's a burger, but because people mm-hmm. crave it. I actually had one yesterday, mm-hmm. and every time I sit down to have one, I tell myself I'm only going to eat half. And I end up eating the whole thing. What is comeback sauce? So comeback sauce, I mean, just really generated um, in in the southern United States. And it, it can be used for multiple things, you know, di- dipping for chicken, whatever it is. But really what it comes down to is you've got, it, it's just a nice creamy sauce. It's got a little bit of, uh, you know, chili, uh, a little bit of chili in it. It's a little bit sweet. It's a little piquant. But it's just nice and creamy and unctuous. And uh, it's addictive. just ha- keeps you coming back for it. Yeah, good. So we're talking about the important things to Fort Worth customers. Uh, chicken and waffles burgers and then you also do have of course tacos so we do Mm-hmm. We do, we do, uh, we, and which we love. I mean, the tacos are great. We do a, a brisket barbacoa taco that's uh, that's delicious, uh, along with a, just a good classic chicken taco as well. And you're a scratch kitchen, right? So we are. We're a scratch kitchen. Uh, you know, today today's food for today's guest every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the same with our, our beverage program as well. And uh, and we take it seriously. We we love being. We love that. That's a part of our DNA, and we love the mm-hmm. fact that it's never going to change. Well, but hand that burger over here. Okay. I'm just going to take a look. Look at this. Uh, yeah, yeah, y'all keep I, on talking. I, you know, I, come I, nibbled on, <laughs> I nibbled on a rosemary fry. Uh, yeah, Steve, yeah. give us a report on the burger in a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the chicken and waffle, the, the uh, prevailing chicken and waffle in this area is over at Social House. They have chicken and waffles with jalapeno cream gravy. Uh, you've got something a little more, a little different with uh, a different uh, malted waffle and a little fruit here. Talk about this and what's the batter and what's the flavor? Sure. So we we brine our chicken. We've got a breast and a and a thigh on there. Um, you know we, we love chicken thighs. I mean I think it's like it's the best part of the chicken every every time. So having both of those on there is great. Um, we do a simple you know buttermilk dredge. Um, gets it nice and crispy. Double you know uh, double dipped. So you know it gets it got nice exterior and then uh, the the chicken seasoned all the way down through the malted waffle. Of course you see uh, you've got the berries um, as well. But then apart from that we do we take maple syrup and then we infuse it with a little bit of uh, chipotle and a little bit of citrus uh, so that way it gives uh, it gives a little brightness and a little bit of roundness to it as well and i see too you have some um, buffalo wings uh, sweet and spicy wings sriracha peanut fries you know the best fries i've ever had were fries with uh, with chicken with penang curry the fries with mm-hmm. coconut curry were fantastic this sounds a little bit like that i mean the, the uh, you know some, some of this sounds good uh, we haven't talked about uh, you talked about the the salads and i know you're doing some fresh stuff do a minute on that and then talk about Whatever you have for dessert is the Rice Krispie the only dessert. No, no. So what's great about our dessert program is, um, you know, it's an extension of our beverage program as well. So, you know, Patrick and his team have put together a lot of really great uh, milkshakes um, and and also, uh, you know, adult milkshakes as well. Um, And so that's that's uh, that's great. But we also have this other extension where we do uh, coffee and donuts, which uh, we're doing beignets, just a yeasted beignet. uh, And then we've got a little bit of uh, chocolate fondue to to dip that in. Uh, On top of that, we're doing um, uh, key lime pot meringue. You hear on the other microphone. Exactly. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's a good sound. Like a, 
The, the special sauce is really special. The produce, it is <laughs> right. Yeah, it's exactly. It's a little bit different than that uh-huh. ubiquitous. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're not just floating, uh, floating little islands of pickle relish in right. there. It's, uh-huh. it's, it's a little bit different. Now, now, do you make the pickles here too? We or? do. The pickles uh-huh. are made. The mm-hmm. pickles are made in house, and mm-hmm. it's it's a uh, it's more of a dill style pickle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, and, and not not too sweet, but we feel like it's just got the right balance to cut through the richness that's of that burger. Good. No, it's a very very good uh, burger there. I mean, that's uh, that's what you need here in Fort Worth. A good burger. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, um, and did you say there was an, oh, you had the, the adult shakes. Okay, we should be talking some more about cocktails, too. Uh, you know, yeah. the, uh, let's see, Patrick Williams, National Beverage Director. Uh, you know, we are more about food than about drinks, but I know that people will want some sport, a special craft cocktail when they come. What are the couple of things that really jump out from the beverage list? Yeah, so for us, a lot of it is, like Seamus said, fresh made, good high quality ingredients. I think one thing that's a a key differentiator for us that guests might not always look for is our non-alcoholic program. We do a ton of great things on the craft beverage side, uh, especially drinks designed to be non-alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Built and Mixed Without section has that. It's kind of like the mocktail you've heard from the past. But we also extend it to fresh-made juices. Uh, we have house-made sodas that we so do. So you're the bar and smoothie guy. A little bit, yeah. I mean, we offer some nutritious offerings, which is which is great. So you have something on you know the dessert side, something a little bit sweeter, and something a little more nutritious in the juice side. Um, so we take a you know a balanced cocktail approach to all those drinks, and we offer a pretty wider range uh, of selections. What um, I'm still eating the burger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you, Steve. Do you, we need to stop down and have Steve. You want to talk about that burger more? You know, another minute? Is there anything in there? <laughs> No, it's good. It's good. Uh, good meat. It's cooked, you know, just right. It and, looks um, like about a half pound of. Yeah, it's like I said, two two big patties. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, uh, has special sauce and uh, American uh, cheese. Has a lot, a lot part. of sesame seeds on the bun. That's a yeah. A that, super that's sesame. a very familiar mm-hmm. burger, yeah. but mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the Cadillac version of the very familiar burger. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Um, and and I know that craft cocktails are a big thing you promote, but people also want to know clean Fort Worth about beers and Absolutely. wine. What do you have for beers and wine? Yeah, so we cra- did used to be a winery. We should oh, like uh-huh. we're in the former Times Ten Cellars winery. The bar is what used to be the fermenting room. Is why it's this Perfect. big cavernous. Yeah, it's where all the tanks were and the grapes and everything. And you know the front rooms are, are the the tasting room mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, sampling area of the old Times Ten Cellars winery. So you're actually in a winery. So beers That's and beautiful. Wine. Yeah, yeah. So you know, for us, we always take a local and regional approach to our beer program. So we have eight beers on tap. Seven of those are from the Dallas Fort Worth general area and extending into the rest of Texas. So a lot of local breweries, Three Nations, uh, Revolver, some of the ones you'll mm-hmm. see. And we we do a lot in the on the front end and taste tons of beers in every single market to choose to limit it really down to eight beers we put on tap. So it's mm-hmm. great. And you'll see also cans. You know, big important part of our program is is lim- lowering our carbon footprint so you'll see no bottles of beer you'll see no bottles of wine so segue into the wine side we do all 100 percent uh canned wine so a good selection of sparkling mm-hmm. white and red all in cans and that's a really cool trend that we're really behind uh we're seeing a lot of quality uh juice going into into, into cans and it's keeping it nice and fresh for us and you know you have you can walk around and play games with a can of wine it's kind of a fun you know unique approach to that so mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun with it Anything else, Steve? Go ahead. Well, uh, I noticed these straws here. Uh, can yeah. you tell me something about that? The Absolutely. So, so um, you know, we've always tried to, you know, put the the um, environment first wherever we can. And, uh, you know, about a year and a half ago, we went to paper straws. Mm-hmm. And in the last, like, six months, we've, we found a, another product we like more, and this is a hay straw. The brand is called Hay Straws, and uh, it's it's uh, they're, they're brought to us by a byproduct of the flower production industry, so completely sustainable, compostable. Um, they're great. 
lightweight. They're, they're stiffer than the paper straws you might see. They stand up to liquid nice, and uh, the, aesthetically, they look great, too. So mm-hmm. we're big fans of these. So uh, what's your uh, favorite drink that you make here? Well, you know, it depends on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I think that this palm tree shade, this is one of our non-alcoholic punches. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is a big hit for us, one of our newer drinks. So there's no alcohol in this? There's no alcohol. Oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take by, a, by all means, I'm going to take that. a little sip. But so, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, we've taken coconut water. We can still drive to work after. There you go. Yeah, no, it's very refreshing. Thanks. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it's, it's it's coconut water infused with pineapple, mm-hmm. uh, star anise, uh, cinnamon sticks, uh, and then mixed with a mint syrup, mm-hmm. uh, lemon juice, and aquafaba gives it that kind of froth mm-hmm. uh, to it. But a very light, refreshing mm-hmm. drink and and a non-alcoholic uh, knockout for us. Like a, you get some little sort of seasoned salt on it or something? Yeah, you got a little nutmeg and then a uh-huh. dehydrated lemon. So uh-huh. I'd okay. like that over a snow cone, I think. That'd be yeah, perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're innovating. That's yeah, great. I like that. Uh-huh. Steve, Steve what, what do you, how do you think this fits in? This is... This is the first of there are a lot of uh, bar and grill uh, mm-hmm. restaurants of uh, local uh, some of them with some good chefs down here mm-hmm. like cork and pig the ones here on Foch are more just bars they're just local people with bars who mm-hmm. also have some food um, this is the first kind of big full ambitious uh, you know, set up restaurant like this we've seen come into the west seventh Folks yeah, here. yeah, in this area, I mean, they have something similar, I guess, over at the at the, with Texas Live, right. but uh, but here, I mean, in this area, uh, plus, you know, I I'm a big game person. I have like a pinball machine, my and <laughs> and I like to play table tennis, and actually, I like bowling too. I'm not sure about the karaoke, but <laughs> but uh, this uh, this uh, you know I'm not a millennial, but this is something I think I'd be you interested in. You don't have in. to tell people <laughs> they can't they can't see us at all. So. Yeah, it's going to be an important thing for people to come, and it's at Foch and Lancaster in Fort Worth. Uh, you know, we'll uh, you know to, to explain again, we're at Punch Bowl Social, 1100 Foch, Foch and West Lancaster in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. uh, on the edge of the West Seventh District, mm-hmm. uh, just south of the Crockett Row area. Yeah, so. just right. Almost, if you go a little further, you're at Lancaster. Yeah, we're in the and what used to be Times Ten Winery mm-hmm. in Foch yeah. and Lancaster. And it's uh, Foch is one way now, so you know, be careful with that. Yeah, Foch is southbound, mm-hmm. so you have to come in off Lancaster and turn north on Curry or Norwood, and then double back if you're coming from Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're coming from West Seventh, you turn right on to Foch. Right. So, uh, mm-hmm. please, uh, although uh, Foch is a one-way street, although a lot of people do not seem to know that. It's, there's <laughs> still a lot of people who drive the wrong well, way here. Well, it's been, it's been two-way for such a long time. <laughs> We're in General Foch, Rocket Robin. We've got all sorts of Fort Worth references. Toadies, Possum Kingdom, uh, Burgers, mm-hmm. Tacos. Uh, it looks like they... they uh, this is a Colorado company that tried hard to put mm-hmm. a restaurant, why build you, a restaurant for Fort Worth. Why don't you pass me the chicken and waffles? You bet. Okay, right. we, you know, we... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we have a lot of we have a lot of people, a lot of Texans in our organization, a lot of people that love uh, that love Texas. Uh, you, you mentioned the Toadies. Uh, I, I think Rubberneck is one of the greatest rock and roll albums like ever ever made. Uh, so the fact that they're for, you're from here in Fort Worth is pretty awesome. And uh, I'm sure they'll be here <laughs> at some point or another. So, Steve, while you're digging into the chicken uh-huh. and waffles, mm-hmm. well, go ahead and take a bite while we're yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'm at y'all. Y'all keep on talking. Yeah. I'm just uh, you know, yeah. Yeah. Are you in you're in the chicken breast there? Yeah. See what, yeah. It's. Um, so what's the syrup? It's, uh, so the syrup we take, uh, we take pure maple syrup, and mm-hmm. then we just infuse it with a little bit of chipotle and a little mm-hmm. bit of uh, citrus. So we use a little bit of lemon and orange. Yeah, it's, it's a little different, and uh, the chicken's very crunchy. The with the um, the batter you have on it's really good. Thanks. I haven't tried the waffle yet. So, so. opening the uh, technically it opens this Saturday from when we're doing the the uh, podcast, but it'll be open the last week of July and, and uh, first week of August. Uh, Eleven hundred Fo Street. 
gentlemen, Punch Bowl Social. Thank you both very much. Until next week, I'm Bud Kennedy. Uh, Steve uh, Wilson's right, got his yeah, mouthful. I, I forgot to, you know, like some uh, waffle in here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Steve Wilson. <laughs>